Good morning. Uh, before I start with sort of my history, just a couple of little side things. And I, as I thought about it, I thought, well, actually, these are part of my testimony, too. Uh, this will only apply to about half the congregation, and for those of us that it does apply to, it's a little bit scary, but who remembers where they were 45 years ago this evening? <laughs> uh, okay, 45 years ago this evening, most of us that are that age, uh, most Americans, most people around the world were watching the Apollo 11 land on the moon. And uh, it's interesting, then Neil... Uh, Neil Armstrong saying, as he stepped off the lunar module, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And I think as Americans, as human beings, we were very proud of that moment, but also thought about it, and the, the perspective is that God, you know, just with a thought, maybe with a wave of a hand, but probably just a thought, created the heavens and the earth. So, you know, as, as great as it was for us to get to the moon, he just brought it into existence. And then all the other things that happened in Genesis, well, everything that's happened <laughs> since then. But, uh, and if God can do that, it's just to just think in terms of what he can do for each of us individually, and he does. The second thing is this is the first time that I've really had a chance to collectively thank you for the prayers for the time that uh, back in May when I went through food poisoning. And it wasn't the worst experience in the world, but it's not something that I want to replicate anytime soon. Uh, but I do appreciate your prayers, and I think that made it a lot easier for me to get through and made whatever uncomfortable situation I had uh, a lot more bearable, so I appreciate that. As for my personal history, I, I kind of grew up in the Methodist church, but we were very sporadic attenders. And I, I've told this, I think, in Sunday school class before, but that uh, as we got closer and closer to 11 o'clock on any given Sunday, and we didn't show any signs of getting ready for church, I grew a little more excited, because that meant that I get to watch the Rocky and Bullwinkle show, <laughs> uh, which was, was a highlight. And I think as I got a little bit older, that switched over to Notre Dame football highlights. Some of the guys may remember that there was a time when they would show the, pre- the previous day's Notre Dame football highlights at, at that time slot. So we weren't really great Methodist, or, or, but it, there was never a time that I felt like that I wasn't a believer. It was just that um, you know, through those years and certainly into college and even a few years after college, I just didn't really have any place that I felt anchored to, uh, whether it was a specific church or you know, just reading the Bible or anything like that. That began to change in 1982. I had some stomach and intestinal surgery, and to me, uh, it wasn't that serious. You know, I felt like this was kind of a routine operation. My family thought it was a little more serious than I did. But I remember thinking as I was being rolled into the operating room, Lord, if for whatever reason I don't come through this, I've had a really great life, and I really appreciate you know, everything that you've done for me. But I had no idea what he had in store for me after that. Uh, as a direct result of that operation and being out of work for a month or so, that led to me meeting Julia, and uh, sort of the rest is, is history as that, that goes. Uh, but I remember we, well, we started dating, I guess, in 1983, and probably about the time that we got engaged, I remember as her grandmother said something to Julia, she said, now don't start going to church without him. And that was a very important thing. Uh, I mean, not that I took that to heart, but just as a family, we decided that that was what we were going to do, that uh, we were going to be, become faithful churchgoers. And over the years, it got to the point, I mean, certainly with young kids, there were days that we didn't come in, and there were some times when we probably felt like, you want to go to church today? Well, kind of, but maybe we'll go twice next week or something, whatever. Uh, but over time, it got to the point where it felt unnatural not to be coming to church. And certainly, since Matt and Meredith have been, well, Meredith's been here forever, but uh, since Matt has been here as our pastor, we think in terms of, gosh, what are we going to miss if we don't go to church today? What are we going to hear Matt say 
about God and about the word that um, if we're not there, we can't hear it. We're not going to have a chance to talk to our friends. And so it's something that every week we're thinking in terms of let's get up and go. Sometimes a little bit later than other days, but uh, uh, as many of you know, you know, going from 1983 to really two, early 2012, I was a non-member here, and uh, I got to sort of bask in all the all the nice things about the church but without having too many of the responsibilities that go with official membership. But one of the big things that went along with that was that was the idea of baptism, and uh, I think that I was baptized as an infant. It may have been actually a christening rather than a baptism, but I had in my mind that it was a baptism, so I felt like, well, if something should happen to me, I'm covered. So whatever guaranteed baptism theoretically gave me, I felt like I was okay. But my main concern was that what if baptism doesn't change me? What if I go down into the water? I'm 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 a sinner and I'm selfish. What if I go down into the water, I come back up, and I'm still selfish and a sinner? And will I be letting Jesus down if that's the case? Will I be letting um, you folks down if that's the case? Well, to answer that question, I went down in the water, I came back up, and I was still selfish, and I was still a sinner. But I think uh, that was sort of a milestone for me. Uh, it's, it's kind of like, okay, Tom, you're at this point, don't go back. You know, look in terms of where you're going forward from here. Um, I've, I've told folks that, it's sort of like Don said a few weeks ago, that I'm don't feel like I ever had a real blinding light on the road to Damascus. But last uh, Sunday, I, I kind of reassessed that. And it wasn't a blinding light. I think it's more like a dimmer switch. That it just started off faintly, probably you know, starting with my family, at least going to church when I was very young. But it really ramped up at the time that I met Julia and started coming to Doolin's Grove. Uh, and I'm just so thankful that uh, God and Jesus are with me. They continue with me. They help me with my struggles. Uh, they brought me this far. And whatever problems I may have going forward, whatever rewards or experiences I have going forward, they'll be with me. And I'm just very thankful that he brought Julia, Malia, Kara, and Eric into my life and that he's allowed me to come here to Doolin's Grove. Thank you.